For as the earth brings forth its shoots, and as a garden causes what is sown in it to spring up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring up before all nations. In the name of the one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Well, before we begin, I would just like to share in a moment of honesty that my heart and my spirit is feeling quite heavy this morning. Um, I wanted to let Grace know that our friend and fellow companion on the spiritual way, Clem Garza, passed away last night. And... um, He was very much a part of the spirit of grace and encourager of mine in a very, very dark season of my life. And I can't help but carry that with me this morning. And if I seem a little bit heavy in my spirit, That is the reason why. And I just wanted you guys to know. And I know, Marilyn, you're watching. And this place is praying for you and your family as you grieve the loss of a great man, your husband. And with that being said, If we could just pause and give thanks to our friend, Clem. Oh God, in moments such as these, we are deeply aware of the space a person takes up in our lives. And when they are no longer there, space opens up and a void is felt. My spirit is feeling that this morning. God, we know that your servant Clem was faithful and we pray he is experiencing blessed peace and rest. May you bring comfort to Marilyn, and may she feel your loving arms around her. May she know that grace will always be a safe space. May your servant Clem rest in peace and rise in glory with the saints and angels of light. This we ask in the name of your Son, our Savior Jesus. Amen. Well, thank you. This morning's gospel is taken from the book of Luke. 
And if we are to look at this gospel, it is now 40 days after the birth of Jesus. After eight days, Jesus has been circumcised, as is the custom, and named in accordance with Jewish law. Now, 32 days later, we find his parents at the temple, and they are performing their duty as faithful Jews. By going back to the temple, this time to offer a sacrifice and to consecrate their child to the Lord. Framed by the story of his observant upbringing, Luke, our gospel writer, presents two regulations, the purification of the mother and the dedication of the firstborn male child. Mary and Joseph are faithful to keep the religious rituals of Jewish law, which require that every male child be circumcised eight days after their birth. When the time comes for the child to be brought to the temple, again, the baby is presented. In this manner, Jesus, the firstborn male child, is given back to God who who, um, proclaimed every firstborn in Israel is to be given back to God. I will say, I have done this three different times with three different male children, and presenting your firstborn child in a sacred space to the God who created this child is no small undertaking, even for a priest. A modern-day likening to this would be a baby's baptism. As with Mary and Joseph, I too recall my own feelings of nervousness when my boys were presented, hoping it would be a beautiful and holy experience as they were marked as Christ's own forever. Well, what makes this morning's gospel telling of Jesus' presentation a bit different from all other baptisms is that after the presentation happens, a very old man by the name of Simeon, described as being righteous and devout, although guided by the Holy Spirit, found Mary and Joseph and baby Jesus in the temple. At this point, Simeon, a very old man, goes up to his parents, takes baby Jesus in his arms, and did something that might have startled these new parents. I put myself in that position, and it would have startled me had he done this with one of my boys. Simeon did something that wasn't customary. But then again, this wasn't a customary situation or an ordinary baby. Simeon knew immediately when he laid eyes on this baby that he was special. So without thinking, he broke out in song after taking Jesus in his arms. Now, 
As a baby, you might expect a sweet lullaby to be sung in the ears of a baby. But this is not what Simeon sung. Oh no, it was a profoundly significant song about letting go of departing of death. Kind of a strange Christmas carol Simeon offers to this holy family, especially sung to a two-month-old baby boy. But it is a song about how in the infant Jesus he has seen a sign and a token that the Lord has kept the promises made to the Israelites of old. And trusting in God's promises is able to accept his own death as a very old man with courage. I can only imagine this must have been a lot for Mary and Joseph to hear, let alone take in. But what the text said was that they responded with amazement with what was being said about their own new baby boy. They did not respond with fear. I'm not sure if Mary and Joseph get enough credit by most in this instance, because what was said to them was remarkable, scary, profoundly significant, and they took it all in stride. They sat back, they took it all in, and they knew that their son was indeed special. They knew they were charged with caring for a child that was not ordinary. And if Simeon's song wasn't enough, well, it keeps going, and we have Anna who comes in. Anna, she was also quite old, really old, very holy. She too was a fixture in the temple, praying, fasting, and faithfully worshiping God day and night, never ever leaving. So Anna decides it's time to sing. But Anna, her song was different from Simeon's. Anna's songs are not songs of death. Instead, they are songs of praise and thanksgiving. She too receives the Christ child as a sign that God keeps his promises. And all she can do is respond with thanksgiving. She's overcome with joy. She too understands who Jesus is and knows that he will have a part of the redemption of Israel. So in our gospel this morning, we have two very old and aged individuals, one man, one woman, both of them prophecy and share the truth of who the baby is that is before them. They both know he is the one that they have been waiting for, hoping for, singing about, longing for. And at the end of their years, they finally have come to know what their longing hearts have been waiting for. Songs have power. 
And in today's gospel, we see that. And in my own life, songs have recorded memories and have chronicled my own coming of age. I'm sure it's true for many of you all, too. If you let them, they journey with us, because if it's a good song, it tells a story, and it transports you to a place and time that transcends time, or maybe even stops time. Songs do create light and life. They tell stories which give us hope and allow us to express what is deep inside of us. Our songs this morning by Simeon and Anna shed light onto the kind of life that Jesus will live. Even though he is still just a baby, at his presentation, he is set apart, consecrated, as the redeemer and sanctifier of God's people. The baby has come. Big and profound words for such a tiny little thing. This morning as we sing, our songs remind us that our Emmanuel has come. And with that, our deliverance from sin and bondage and hope for eternal life. Amen. The Lord whom we love, whom we worship and adore, we will serve throughout this coming week. He blessing of God Almighty, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest upon you and those whom you love this day and this new year and always. Amen.